All right, we're on episode 61 of G-Money. And, and the Godmother. Yes, we're here today with Adam. Nice to be here, thank you. The owner of the Chubby Pickle. Yep. What a great name. That, that is, is pretty right? cool, yeah. It's, it's memorable, it creates a picture right away. Gets my mouth salivating because I love pickles, It you know? sort of sounds like it could be a male review place or <laughs> a place that you could eat like a deli. What kind of place is this, Adam? Tell, Tell us, us about it. I, uh, I'd like to say it's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> and do you perform there? That's what no, <laughs> no, no. I, you know, I, had, I didn't really, when the name came about, it was more along your lines of like, just thinking of something memorable. So you go to these bars and it's like, you know, the place in whatever town. We didn't want it to be that. So it was like going through names. It was like everything seemed generic and just like, oh, wow, okay, yeah, that's not terrible. And it's like when this came up, it's like, wow, this sounds so stupid and ridiculous that maybe they won't forget it. Exactly. So, and here and, we are. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And even somebody was in the other day uh, delivering something, just getting a kick out of it. And the bank teller the same day, this is maybe Tuesday, I guess it came up and she, on the screen that it's his DBA, and she was just gushing. <laughs> But the problem with that was she's six miles away and never heard of it. So I wasn't, it, you know, it sort of has, it's like, okay, great. She won't forget it now. And I invited her. Yeah. But there's a problem if you're six miles away and you haven't heard of it. We're going to get into all that. We're going to okay. get into like the marketing side of it, getting some brand out there because it is a great name. I think you've probably seen the show before, but as sure. you know, for the podcast universe out there, this is the show that talks about thoughts, ideas, strategies, and tactics to help local businesses get ahead. I particularly like your business um, because a great branding, great name, but it's got a, like a local following. Like it's up in the Highlands, right? Yep. And you have your regulars, you got your people that come to do the boating thing, you got all sorts of and live out. music, which I heard is really music. happening. Live music, yeah. and we've gotten. You know, I think Ming had seen uh, the setup. We weren't really sure how we do it with with outdoor only, but because we have those, I guess they call them French doors. They're just doors to me. Uh, we're able to put the band sort of inside with right near the outside, and so they're separated. It works for this environment better than I thought. It works about. for COVID, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I. Uh, we should definitely talk about like what's changed. Like, you know, restaurants are probably in New Jersey at least. Well, I guess the whole country, but especially what we know of New Jersey, one of the hardest hit kind of uh, verticals, I guess you call it. We still don't have indoor dining in the state. Although we do, I did see on Facebook that Murphy was contemplating it maybe early September. Let's see if this dictator will let people eat inside. I mean, he lets them go to, you know, Walmart and everywhere else. So let's hope so. Well, I did hear. So somebody last week told me he's going to open gyms. He's going to announce it next week, meaning this week. And then he's going to open restaurants the day after Labor Day. Mm. I hope I'm not ruining it if anybody watches. <laughs> no, look, this is no. Uh, I'm saying, but but still, I think we're at the point that that's like breadcrumbs to the minions, mm -hmm. almost. And you know, we're the only state out of fifty that has had zero indoor dining. The only one right now, I think, that doesn't have it is California. No, well, New York State has it though. Uh, the city, not New York Manhattan. City. So at yeah. least he he didn't you know he didn't impose the whole restriction on the state. California doesn't have it at the moment, but they did have it. So we've, we've ta never taken that step. That's been really difficult because you can say down at the Jersey Shore, some of the larger places, um, Tommy's and, you know, by us, uh, Proving Ground and Bars, well, they have big outdoor spaces come on down. 
you've seen my place. I don't have a big outdoor space. We've done the best we can, and it's some were okay. built for it. Some yeah, really exactly. just weren't built for it. Yeah. And, and a lot of North Jersey places just not built for it. Yeah. And so to never take the step is has been a long time. And then to take it at twenty five percent, you know, I was talking about with me. I don't. Again, it feels it just doesn't feel like we're we're taking the right step. We're doing yeah. it the right way to give you know. And it, I think it's it's more that parent with the overbearing parent with the child who doesn't doesn't let them in the sandbox because it's just not quite right. And mm. you know, I'm not sure it's safe. It's we're adults. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If we yeah. can't behave, if, if we have rules every day in life. You have rules with your business. If you don't abide by them, then you're out of. You yeah, know, you I get, get pretty them. sick and tired of the uh, the fear mongering and the. You know, the masses of conditioning to create fear. And uh, I'm not saying virus and stuff isn't real. We know it is. You intimately know it is with your own father yeah. and his passing. But it's 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 to the point now where the the curve, what do they say? The curve is flattened yeah. and it's been for four months or five months or something. I don't know. Now it's just getting silly because if you've seen people on airplanes, they are like a half an inch <laughs> apart. If people can do that, they can sit in restaurants that's yeah, all i'm saying I, I just don't know look i'm not a virologist but i don't know if you're eradicating this or i don't even know i don't know that world right but i did see something yes was it yesterday about tuberculosis is was a million cases or look i don't know if it was a million or hundred thousand whatever but the point is it's like you you got to live in life with with viruses and bacterias and all those things and that's why we got this thing it's called an immune system and hopefully mine is strong enough and Renee's and your you and know? if people's aren't then they should not go out to eat you know but if people are willing to put their life at risk like yeah us, choice right that's what know. America is it's a land of choice so talk to us about how this has really affected you know your runway for your business because I almost get the sense from you that twenty five percent capacity is challenging. What what do you need to get? What do you what are you seeing from a macro perspective? Also, with your friends who are in the restaurant business, what do they need to get to to kind of be like, okay, we can breathe a little? Is it fifty percent capacity? Is it seventy five? Is it? I mean, I think. So, I think it. Look, I think if you started at fifty percent, there would be a lot greater comfort level mm. because nobody really operates at one hundred percent all the time. Right, right. now. You need the hundred percent because of the in times case you you're do. Ten, well, because the times you're ten percent because Monday night exists, right, and Monday right. night's not the most exciting night. Um, so, I think some of us, some of those smaller places, might be okay at fifty percent. Okay, let's not let's not emphasize good or great on that. Just let's emphasize okay. I think the bigger places, if they don't have the outdoor indoor fifty percent, might struggle some because. Yeah. Some of the, I have a good friend who owns a, a steakhouse in uh, the River Palm in Edgewater, and he. Uh, we've been talking numbers, and he, the highest he's hit with just his outdoor has been about sixty-five percent. That was the best of, mm. of of what he would, the normal good numbers he'd hit sixty-five because that's all he could get, or because he had to maintain social distance between tables, so his capacity was sixty-five. The percentage of sales we just use sales so, uh, okay. so so normally he does x amount of sales and his top day was about 65 percent of year over year summer last year gotcha. that's the top not the not yeah so yeah. he's probably running not at the 40, average 40 yeah. or 50. by the way i'm going to move these chocolates sure. out of here i'm like surrounded by chocolate bonbons delicious they're, two they're chicks great. with chocolate baby yes. middletown new jersey these are the bomb diggity they're, they're, they're awesome they're right awesome we're about to fall over i've actually 
uh, Alicia, who owns this place, uh, I went and visited her this morning. That's why I have these here. I didn't want them melting in the car. And then I figured you would like some Ming. But um, but I had like seven or eight of them while I was there. She's like, oh, try this one. Don't try this one. She's so awesome. So uh, let me put these away real quick. And then uh, So getting back to the restaurant industry, um, the thing that's sad is that even if you can open at 25 or 50 percent, your rent and your costs aren't decreased by 25 or 50 percent. Exactly. So even so, it's like, yes, we're back in the restaurants, but still you're going to expect a loss because you can't even perform at what you can. So it's good news, but it needs to increase. Well, you OK. So, again, like you look at a couple of factors there. One, you're right. Nobody, your rent doesn't go, or your mortgage, whichever you have, doesn't go. Okay, you know what? Pay fifty percent. Yeah. Also, your staff. This is where you start to get to the American worker. If you're running a fifty percent, and you know it's a true fifty percent, let's say as it gets cooler out, you're not going to have as many tables. Most people don't need the same amount of staff. You just can't. It's, it's fact. You built your staff. You built your. You built your place and decided to pay your rent and decided to pay the bills and decided to hire the people based on what you thought you could make with this occupancy. When you take it away, which is understandable to some degree with how it's spreading, but it's just, it becomes challenging and you think to yourself, how long? I mean, we're coming up on six months in September of, you know, being closed or not having any indoor dining. So we'll have almost a six month period of just outdoor. And I'm yeah. sure you guys have eaten outdoor. It's not always that comfortable. Yeah. If it rains. 90 in degrees in the heat is kind of uncomfortable. It's very right? uncomfortable. And if yeah. it rains. Yeah. That, that's a wash away day. Um, so I just, I, it, it becomes like you, you think about the worker and you think about the p- person who owns the place and you wonder how they're going to bridge that gap. And especially some of the people have a model like we do. So getting into that a little bit. We do a lot of live music, usually three nights a week plus an open mic. Well, that changes now because obviously music and shows, you're designed to get more people in mm-hmm. and kind of hobnob and dance a little. Uh, Ming's been there. He was. Even, we were just discussing. That's, that's not an option. Everybody has to sit in their seat. All right, not the worst thing in the world for another six months or whatever, year. But now you change the dynamic of it. Like you can't afford the same bands. How do you, how do you book? Yeah. You know, there's this interesting trickle down effect and you're yes. talking to it from the angle of the bands and how do you book and you probably I mean you obviously know it very uh intimately from an operational perspective. I was talking to Alicia this morning about how where we see because of the nature of our business the trickle down effect, right? And so for example, if you have a restaurant that has a party room and that party room would have had a baby shower. Well, guess what? That baby shower isn't happening. But it's beyond. It's way beyond just the restaurant, this trickle-down sure. effect, right? Because that baby shower, maybe they would have ordered a cake from a, a bakery, maybe some flowers for decorations, mm-hmm. maybe balloons from another company. There's this interesting kind of trickle-down effect. So it's not just – I hear some people on social media say, oh, it's it's only, re- only restaurants and gyms. Please. It's, it's events. I mean, everyone knows there's events too, but there's this, there's this sub, 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 sub effect on all the other businesses that are in support of restaurants, right? Of course. So that's that's got to be extremely painful. Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about the Chubby Pickle a little bit more. So okay. what got you into the restaurant industry? Is that something that you were doing prior to opening up? No, I would like to, it's more the bar industry. Well, one, I like to drink and I like bars, but uh, I think- Do I was, what you love, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you never work a Except day for, in your life. It, well, it doesn't quite work like that once <laughs> you're on the other side. But uh, I think when I was younger in college, I I always thought it, was, it would be great to own a bar and think something like that. And I mean, a sports bar and, you know, whatever, you think that way. I, I love sports. Um, and so then 
it, it, as time goes on, I, I had some uh, family tragedy, and that sort of changed things. And I was like, you know what? Now's a good time. I, I had gotten laid off for some from some job in New York, and it, it was all around 2010 that I was trying to put this together. And I'm like, you know what? Now's the time. I'll try it and see if it, it's a go. And um, so it was like, I'm going to follow my passion moment. Yeah. Because what that's what life is made of. Type yeah. Because we talked about this, I think, before. Yeah, because it was sort of like I had some tragedy. I lost my mom. I lost my sister in a 60-month period. And, and it just – it had already been brewing in me. And I just thought, okay. And so I got my partner, Craig. We, we put it together. And it was a little more challenging in New Jersey because people have owned the liquor licenses. And they're not – you know, they're not – you can't just write a check for $4,000 to the state or city and get one. It should be that easy, but yeah. No, here, here, here <laughs> there's, yeah, because here they're uh, private. So you sort of have to really research um, because the cost is so expensive. But we were able to do it. It was a little bit interesting. I think I told you when I first came to the Highlands, it was like, wow, a, a lot of wow moments. Um, not sure they loved us. Some people still don't love us, but they should. We're nice to them. Uh, we're nice to the town, and we try to be good people. Um, and so it's it, it's been challenging, but it's been fun. Honestly, it's been – I don't feel – like you said, it's not the same type of work as, like, going into an office every day. And, and, you, and you got into it purely based out of life events, perfect timing, job event also. I'm going to get into it because of yeah. the passion. Tell us the basics about the business. Who would want – what is your typical clientele if the podcast universe listening is saying, hey, I want to go out for a drink or I want to go out and get some food? Like, yeah, Tell us sell, about that. Sell them. Give them the sizzle of the ch chubby pickle. I, I, don't, I don't know that I'm great at that that exact portion of it because it's like – It's your mine. own baby. Yeah, and you <laughs> sort of think to yourself like – I think we have a really good staff. I think we have a cozy environment. I think we, if you want to watch live music, it can be great. Um, we do put some effort into it. We we have. I will say this: we have the best open mic. I would put our open mic up. It's run by Kranz and Dean against anybody in New Jersey. Oh, we bar should. None. We should. Go when for what days of the week are open? Well, right mic? now we're running on a Mondays because we're doing it indoor. Yeah, Mondays. yeah. But it's normally Tuesdays, and it'll run. We're restricted a little now, 7 to 10, 7 to 11. Normally, it runs like 8 or 9 to 2 a.m. Okay, mean, so that, and that's every Tuesday? Every then, Monday right now, but it'll move back to Tuesday. So you, it, got it. When, whenever we can get indoors. So that is a Monday. That, and then um, – then But the, I would say the music lineup the music is Thursday, is, Friday, Saturday. Uh, we try to do a little more acoustic on Thursdays, bands on Friday and Saturday. Right now, during this challenging time, the model changes a little. You, you're – First of all, you don't have as many people willing to play out or playing out. Some of the bands broke up, things like that. Um, and two, you sort you know, some of them might have too big of a following. I know it sounds crazy, but you have to be cognizant of what the numbers capacity are. Capacity yeah, type of thing. Yeah. It's, it's, the capacity is not great. Uh, so we do that. We've, we've actually expanded a little this week. We have a jazz offering coming on Sunday. So I'm trying we, – we always try to like branch out. Sounds like genres. you're experimenting with different types yeah. of genres and that yeah. sort of thing. And, and then – and you, I know and it's a bar. A, I was going to say then there's a sports component that we try to sell. Like we'll see how well it goes with the NFL. <laughs> yeah. But – so I heard a lot of places aren't buying the NFL packages here. That's yeah. like no, a rumor on the street. No, because they – they're charging full price. Yeah. Plus, they they added actually increased the price from last year. Believe that. Wow. And this, yes, ours was going up five hundred dollars. That was a fun conversation I had with Directv. I was like, wow, during a pandemic, we're not even really open, and it's going up in price. Yeah. Um, yeah. But normally, I mean, we you know obviously we like to promote that that port. I think the thing is we got into it with sports of mind, and we became much more musically oriented. 
Oh, very uh, cool. And then the food part, obviously. Uh, and I just, as you know, I've had a little bit of an issue this summer. Um, hasn't been my best summer with the kitchen. But we've just hired somebody, Gilberto, really for the first time in a long time. I feel the best I felt. I felt good in the past, but this I feel really good about. Um, Food-wise, is it typically bar bar food? What type of food is it? It's a little bit, I think it's a, you know, it's a little bit more. I mean, we have a nice taco selection that, that probably mixes between, uh, you know, some of the Hispanic offerings and American versions. Uh you know, we have. I will say we have good burgers and wings. We have, uh, and we have some good sandwiches. That's really the focus. But the idea is to try to be a little more creative with it, and try to try to really think about how to make it the best. So if it isn't really, especially during this. So one of the shifts during the pandemic is we need to figure out how to become more of a restaurant and not just a bar because a bar doesn't exist right now. If you really look at it, if you went out to a bar, you couldn't sit at a bar. Even if you went. In a lot of the states that are open indoor, there's no bar. You pretty much got to have some food with it. Yeah. Well, you have to. You have to be serving food, and so one of the, or you you have to be sitting at a table. You can't sit at the bar Mm. in a lot of the places. So, with that in mind, and knowing that, we've really put a greater emphasis, and so we're entering. We put a greater commitment financially to the kitchen. And I'll let you know if it pays off. All right. Well, sounds good. We're coming up the last couple of minutes of the the programming, but you know, w- one of the things we always ask about is, you know, what's what's kind of next on the horizon for you? Like, what are the lessons learned, and how do you apply those to what is next on the horizon? If there's one thing you could look back on, which has made your ride, it sounds like a ride really for you. A little bit of ups, a little bit of downs. I'm reading into yeah. the kitchen thing. Um, if you could, you know, say one thing that maybe applies to other business owners, what would that one thing? One thing big. If you're coming in to a new business. Coming into a new business or want to improve your business? Well, at least if you're coming into a new business, there are a lot. I would rely heavily on somebody who has experience. because At least in this in this industry, hear what they're saying. Because you think you have the answers just because you're a consumer. But there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that just... If you can eliminate some of those mistakes, you have... You, you, It'll be a lot faster ride to where you want to get to. So almost find a mentor. Yeah. Yes. 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 Um, did you Did you have one, or I you didn't know. I, I thought. I th- yeah. I think I thought I knew more than I did. Well, especially about the kitchen part. I mean, and even the bar part. I mean, I think you have to. I think there's a couple components. There's are you a restaurant or your bar? What do you find your identity, and then find your marketing ability, and find out how to get involved in your community. Even before you start opening, start making those inroads. Um, you know that's what I would say. Um, Seems so obvious in hindsight. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. But, they, but then when you get into the int- the little details, it you know that's what kind of screws you up a little bit. But, Interesting. Um, well, I want to make sure people can actually find you up yeah. in the Highlands. If you wouldn't mind telling the camera address, phone number, location, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we're in the Highlands, twenty three Bay Avenue. Um, the phone number is seven three two eight seven two seven thousand, and I think the the really, website chubbypickle.com I don't know if we, I, I wanted to talk a little about barter saves and how it's helped us eh, not really I mean we but I want to uh, All right. oh you want to no because I think during this time like so one of the things I would say is that during this time we were sitting there thinking okay we got, we had you know I've talked to you about some of the improvements I wanted to make and they're really hard to do when you're open because if you have to close for any period of time and the fact that we were able to use barter saves to basically get our floor done, uh, 
and it, and get our hood cleaned, get the pest control done, and kind of kick the can down the road a little bit was amazing for us. And the, and the response has been even better than I thought. Not huh? too bad we're all dressed up and know, nowhere to go because nobody can come in, but they can come in to look. <laughs> so, and I think, I think, you know, when I think the thing is people have to realize how great the value can be, you know, not just for things you want, but things you may need. Right. You know, so for us, it's really like just in that short period, it's made a huge difference in how we look and how we feel and what we think it'll help us in the future with. So, absolutely. That's great. And that's exactly the smartest business people use it just like you did to save their cash and to really leverage it and enhance what they would regularly do you know sometimes there are certain things that people are cash tight for you know oh you know getting invisalign for your kid may be very expensive but having you know an additional revenue stream to be able to offset that and do the things you wouldn't be able to do is the whole point of it so we're happy to have been able to help you. And especially now when, like you're saying, okay, maybe we get to open a little indoors, but then the outdoor might go away, which we know it will eventually, unless you're going to spend a fortune on outdoor enclosurement. And not to mention, so you don't know what your cash flow is going to look like. Like this is the time to be using barter saves as much as possible, mm-hmm. if you ask me. I mean, not that there every time is a good <laughs> time, but really, what do you know about the net? I mean, we've never seen the pandemic during flu or cold season. We saw it right when it came out. So the, that... To me, that it couldn't be more useful than now. I mean, th- I appreciate the live plug. This was not a plant, by the way. No, I, I know, I pre- but very much we're appreciate here. It, we're here, yeah. and I'm, I, you know, I'm trying to tell you how. Like, these are ways yeah, we survive. So that's it's, awesome. Yeah, it's great to hear from like an actual business owner. This wasn't scripted, and um, I, I will tell you, with the business, we're pleasantly surprised the last few months that how how many people are signing up and how many businesses are you know leveraging it even more and in creative ways that. Even as the owners of the exchange, we didn't even really anticipate. Like, we see it and we're like, wow, that's a creative way to actually use it. And it's just, uh, we really appreciate, like, seeing people actually get value. like yes. And get value quick, too. Yes. So, so yeah, if you're out there and you want to partner up, just call us and we'll t- show you how it can be applied to your business relative to businesses that are in your sector, right? Um, because sometimes people don't know what they don't know. You know, they could be a restaurant and they hear you, but then they're like, well, my business doesn't work that way. Exactly. You know? but But maybe it could. And, and so thank you for that. Yes. No, it's been great. Awesome. Well, look, we're at the end of the podcast. Thank you for coming on today. Uh, we'll for look forward me. to having you back yeah. and maybe we'll actually pop in there. Um, is it kid friendly? Because we got six kids. Maybe we can very do the friendly. patio. Do the yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. I'm, I, I'm hopeful. I think in the next two weeks we'll be indoors for at least a little bit. So that gives a, that also helps you space out a little bit. So. Yeah. Yeah. Come on down. It's on us. We will. All right. All right. Awesome. Well, Ming has to pay, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Barter. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, thanks again, Adam. Nice. Very much appreciate Thank it. You. And we are out. Peace. Bye. Ciao.